0: And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. But I have someone very special with me today. The man, the myth, the legend 2.0, Mr. Andy CUNY, and he is in the Verley studio with me for this interview. How are you doing today, Andy? House. I'm doing amazing, Jeff. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And I know you guys have heard a lot from Andy. He runs a lot of different things for us. We're going to get into that today. But the biggest role that put Andy on the map was running success management for our uh, quickly growing real estate team back in 2012, 2013. So we'll get into that a little bit as well. But you probably have noticed Andy on the podcast. Uh, Andy's primarily working with interviewing the team leaders. Um, on the team building podcast, while I am going to focus more on thought leaders and broker owners across the country. So let's just get right into your story, Andy. Where, where were you before even getting into real estate?
1: Well, um, right about the time I was probably what you would consider a small business mogul. Back when I was an individual agent selling four <laughs> houses a year, <laughs> trying to make it sound as sexy as possible. Yeah, right. No, I was, uh, you know what? I just moved to Omaha. Um, I just got my license and was a real estate agent for about nine months before I met you. And what were you doing before real estate? Uh, before real estate here in Omaha, I was bartending. It was the first job I and And it's kind right of funny
0: because we've talked about this a lot. Oh, yeah. People who had been in sports, collegiate sports. And bartenders or anyone in the service industry typically right. makes a great agent. I ah, s yes. yes, you've got
1: to you've got to uh, um, you've got to almost fake it till you make it with those personal relationships on a nightly basis, so you can make those tips, get that cash. Yes, sir. Right. So yeah, no, I did a lot of that. Um, um, prior to that, it was management information systems is what I went to school for. And your undergrads in. MIS, Management okay. Information Systems. Cool. And so that's a lot of coding sitting in a com, in a cubicle. And I wish I would have known what the DISC test was before <laughs> I took
0: my right before I took all those classes and, and bought that expensive degree. And what are you on DISC for anyone that's not familiar with that? It, essentially, it's a quick personality test. You can get a free version on the Tony Robbins website. Yep. So I'm an IS. OK, so out of the D, I, S and C, I'm an
1: IS. So I have high interpersonal skills hence the bartending, right? Yep. Um, and then uh, the S is very supportive, strategic, those types of things. Systematic, well. yep. process-oriented.
0: Yep. Well, and I'll share. So Andy was reaching out um, back in, what was it, 2012? Uh, I joined your team in 2012. And right? at the time we were Omaha's elite real estate group. Yep. And Andy had just heard our team was offering leads and had a few other benefits. Um, and his he and his broker sat down and it sounded like she said, hey, what do you have to lose? Worst case, it doesn't work, you come back. Actually, yes, half of that's true. First half is you
1: reached out to me. Oh, really? Weird. No, actually, it's my very first listing ever. That I don't think thing. I
0: did. I think Stephanie. Oh, huh? you done a you deal did. with Stephanie yeah, Covemaker. I had Stephanie Covemaker. She said you should reach out to this guy. It's still not true, but <laughs> how did it work?
1: You actually reached out to me and I was very excited because I was, the deal kept getting extended because of financing and all mm-hmm. that, you know, agent stuff. And you called me and I was very excited. I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to help me figure this out. Cause you know, we the deal, the deal. And you were like, yep, <laughs> Nope, you can talk to Stephanie about that. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> exactly. I you to join our team. Ex- and that's exactly what Stephanie said that you've been great to work with, blah, 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 blah. There we go. Right. You were doing one of the recruiting strategies that we teach on now. Right, (laughs) Which is? Which is uh, asking every agent once a deal has gone under contract, how is this person to work with?
0: Should we be reaching out to them? Do they need to be part of our world? And more importantly, also communicating to your agents that you want to add really awesome people to the team. And if they do a deal with someone from a different brokerage or within your same brokerage that you think should be on the team to hand that name out to you. So perfect. That's right. 2012, you, uh, I give you that call. And what did I tell you? And how did that end up playing out? Uh, Basically,
1: you told me it was really awkward. You said, I Facebook stalked you and you seemed normal. (laughs) What's the first line out of your mouth? I was like, okay, that's what you great. canceled on me. I did. You said an appointment. Uh, we said an appointment to meet and I had to cancel because I had a lead reach out to me and I'll never forget this. Cause I text you and I know exactly where I was standing right outside my old brokerage getting into my car. And I said, Hey, I can't make it. I have a lead who wanted to reach out to me. And your response almost immediately was that's okay. I'll give the 50 leads that I was going to give you to somebody else. D-I response. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, what did you think of that response? I was like, man, this guy's a total jerk, (laughs) right? But he's not wrong. So you know what the first thing I did is I talked to my wife about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Real estate was still so new. She was like, I just need you to make money is all I really need you to do. So I don't really care. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to this guy. And so to your credit, I reached out to you and I said, hey, here's the deal. I'm really thinking about joining your team. I was probably giving you more grief than you even wanted to deal with at the time. Mm -hmm. So you're like, who is this guy?" Well, that's true. My job now, <laughs> but who is this guy? He's done four deals and he's, he's, you know, wasting my time. And I said, Hey, could you give me the name and contact information of, of three or four mm-hmm. people who have been on your team? And so I can reach out to him. And you said, absolutely. And literally I had him in my, on my phone. And within 20 minutes, I called all of them, every single person that had left your team. And he wanted names of people who had left the team, yeah, left the team, people not people who were on the team. I didn't care about them because they were going to tell me everything was wonderful. I wanted the people who had left your team. Everybody on there said, to a person, everything that you were telling them was true. They just didn't jive with your personality. That was it. And I go, oh, so he everything he told you would happen, happened? Yeah. Did you sell more houses than you had ever sold? Yeah. Did you make more money than you had ever made before? Yeah. Why did you leave? Mm. I didn't get along with him. And I'm like, what? I'm like, any boss you have, right? Like like I, was, fourth I was coming country. from like the corporate world, MIS. You know what I mean? I was like, are you kidding me? So I'm like, done. And I'm right? not hard to get along with. You're
0: not at all. <laughs> You're, I just expect people to do what they say they're going to do.
1: Because you do what you tell them you're going to do. Yeah, Weird. So anyway, ended up, I reached out and uh, did everything that you asked me to do. I literally, I, I, the one thing I remember you telling me early on was, this needs to be your job. It can't be, hey, I'll come into the office when I'm busy. I need to be in the office to get busy. Mm-hmm. And so I even, it was really hard, you know, not having any houses, selling anything like that. And I put my kids in Daycare, right? All this kind of stuff and started showing up every morning at seven forty five. No clients. But I was like, I will make this work. Seven forty five and I didn't go home till about five or five thirty. What happened
0: in your first twelve months? Uh ended up selling twenty nine houses. And your best year, which was the year previous, you sold? Four. So a little increase. A little bit, right? Yeah. Cool. So it was amazing. And was why awesome. do you, what do you attribute the, that success to in that first 12 months with us? And why we're talking about this is all this is going to tie into what Andy's current role is now yeah. and then how we create value in our coaching company. And, of course, on this podcast to help other team leaders follow these strategies. And what's so amazing to me is they're the same strategies. It's just business 101. It's, it's yep. not rocket science to be successful at leading people. So yep. what worked for you so well that first 12 months? First 12 months was,
1: well, training, A was important because that helps you no matter the lead source. But we had just started using Boomtown, LeadGen, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And of the 29 units that I sold that first 12 months being on your team, 27 of them were internet leads. Wow. Boomtown, what shitty, crappy, horrible, <laughs> bad internet leads. leads don't work. Right? And me, an inexperienced agent who was not good, right. right? Converted 27 of those. Yeah. And what then I was able to do over the next three years, right, was to leverage those leads and deals that I had done into my sphere. hmm And then the amount of prospecting went down, the amount of units went up, which then allowed me the time to take care of other opportunities that you
0: then presented. Sure. And the thing that was so awesome with Andy is everyone, you know, people pay attention. They see this new agent, he'd only done a few deals. He joins the team, he plugs right in, shows up every day, goes to trainings. We did a Monday dialogue and Wednesday, sorry, Monday topical and Wednesday dialogue training. Uh, He participated in everything. And it's typically the people that show up that have success simply by the fact that they are showing up and they're plugging in. And a lot of people looked up to Andy for the success he had in such a short amount of time converting the internet leads. And I was doing one-on-ones at the time. We were probably up to about 10 to 12 agents. Mm -hmm. And I was meeting with Andy every week. I was meeting with all the other agents every week. And I needed to take that off my shoulders, just like in every other role. Eventually, I wanted to go from active to passive. And so I saw Andy as being the best person suited within our company to take on that success management role because most of the team, not all, but most So the team would give him the same respect they gave me and trust that he would be the vehicle to hold them accountable and assist them in realizing their dreams. And so probably wasn't very much longer, like 12 months, 18 months in when Mm -hmm. I offered you a part-time position as success manager. And the intention with that was that you would take over all one-on-ones and more importantly for me, all interaction with the agents after hours. So anytime someone had an issue at nights or weekends, instead of them coming to me to ask simple questions, they would reach out to you. Yes. It ended up being training, accountability, and then basically on-call broker position. And then that allowed us to go from 12 agents to like 24 agents in a matter of another year and a half or two years. And so when Andy joined in 2011, I had sold 70 houses the year before or in 11, I sold 70 myself. And then in 2012, about the year Andy joined, we got up to 240 sides. Once I put Andy into the success manager role, we ended up adding another six to 12 agents within 18 months. And we got up to 425 sales in three years. Mm -hmm. And then as I've talked a million times, we went from 70 to 706 years, but I could have never done it if it wasn't for having this key success management role that Andy filled. And he's still in a pseudo success Mm -hmm. manager role all the way till today. Yeah. Yep. And,
1: and I will, I will say, uh, one of the things that really helped the transition from you holding them accountable to me holding them accountable was I was still in the role of an agent. I was doing all of the things at a high level that I was asking them to do, right? There was no asking them to do something and then me clocking
0: yeah, out. You were actively mind. working as an agent the whole time you were a success, success manager with Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group. Absolutely. It took a lot of excuses, right? Off the
1: board with them walking in saying, I just didn't have time. And I was like, how am I part-time as a part-time agent selling more okay. houses, Cause even at part-time, my numbers went down. Cause I, I got up, my biggest year ever was 61. Even when I was doing um, almost 75% of the time, I was still selling between 30 and 35 houses a year. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you have people coming in selling 20 houses, complaining about they don't have enough time.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, then Andy went on to build a team. I remember you went from part-time to full-time as success manager mm-hmm. and then running the company meetings. Yep. And you, I, my suggestion to you was to pick a few of the agents from our already existing team and start your own real estate team, which was very successful. Yep. You guys, how many deals did you guys do at the highest point? Uh, I think we I had me plus three other agents. And the most we did was 97 units. So almost 100 deals mm-hmm. while working full-time as success manager. Mm-hmm. And then we partnered together in 2017 to launch a coaching company. Yep, And Andy's an owner in that, Elite yep. Real Estate Systems. I do the some of the trainings on
1: monday and wednesday for the agents and then i follow you up at the beginning of every month you kick off
0: our our big picture topic and then i dive into the weeds the next three weeks so if anyone wants more information about elite real estate systems coaching go out to grow we have a ton of free content out mm-hmm. there including our Team building guide, which gives you the step by step process, the main 12 pillars of building and scaling a dominant real estate team in your area. We're also getting into ancillary training where we're helping mortgage companies, title companies, insurance companies, and investment companies learn how to build and scale those ancillary businesses that run parallel to your real estate team. And we always have upcoming events. We're going to be hosting three events next year all across the country uh, West Coast, East Coast, and South, somewhere in Texas. And then we host an event in Omaha every couple of months. And then our major event is every summer. The team building summit and Andy and I are both at all of those events and speaking. Um, and you're going to hear a lot more from Andy in the coming months on the team building podcast when we're interviewing team leaders. And the main reason for that is that's where Andy's focuses all of his time and attention. So why don't Mm -hmm. we talk a little bit about your current role and then we can kind of wrap up. So my current role
1: is with the, um, team Ridge we have here at KW elite is I'm director of lead gen. So I handle all of the lead gen, um, sources that come in. I handle the lead gen budget. I handle handing out the leads. And I handle holding the agents who are taking leads accountable. And then I also handle um, having joint ventures with other indie brokerages that we have, um, not only in the city, but eventually across the country um, and doing those types of things um, to making sure that that division is as profitable as possible.
0: Awesome. So you got a lot on your plate. I do. And and you're not selling anymore and you're not running a team anymore.
1: Not selling, not running a team. I am strictly 100%. Um, with lead gen here with KW Elite, and then obviously the coaching and training with ERS. And it's timely. I know we didn't schedule it this way, but the topic for tomorrow's Thursday high-level team leader call is leveraged roles. Wow. I know I was uh, prepping it today for about a half hour prior and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what we're going to talk about. So it works out well.
0: The thing really interesting with leveraged roles, when I talk about my role as a person building and scaling a real estate team, the first role is always an admin. You know, you're taking all of that $12 to $15 an hour work off your shoulders when you're worth 40 or 50 an hour. And then that frees you up to spend more time prospecting, which allows you to do more deals. And then you need a full-time operations manager. And then your team starts to grow and you start adding people and then you need a success manager. And I think that most team leaders' biggest biggest weakness in their team is they don't have a team leader. They don't have a success manager role. They don't have a person that can essentially replace them so they can spend their time on higher income producing activities, which is either staying in production, which right now listing houses is pretty easy if you have a huge sphere, and or recruiting and building the team and perfecting the systems and processes within the organization. You know, I will say, Jeff, I agree with that. And I
1: will say this, this has come up in conversation a lot. And this is something I hate to do, but it's going to give you some credit. (laughs) (laughs) But what I think uh, something that you did that was really valuable and important is team leaders across the country, when we talk to them, especially in our ERS trainings, they talk about trying to create a high floor for their agents. I want my agents to be able to at least sell some houses and they focus all of their energy on that. Well, they never plan for what if it works, right? And their agents actually become successful and do the things necessary and do everything they taught them to do. They didn't spend their time creating a world big enough for those people to stay. Mm. Instead, they become a training arm for their brokerage, right, and then they go off and leave. To your credit, while you put me in place and leveraged me, To make sure the floor for those agents was high and they were producing, the ones that actually then produced at a high level, you were creating opportunities for them to stay within your world and still be productive, Mm. right? Instead of becoming
0: that agent ceiling. And so that is one thing that I think you've done really, really well. And that's a great reminder because a lot of teams we've seen across the country are built for the dependent agent. Exactly. And you want to be able to give them a vehicle to become interdependent inside your world. And then eventually independent because they want to be just like you, which reminds me of my favorite quote, which is, which is true leaders serve their followers by giving them the ability to be just like them. And then I'd add to that and training them to be just like them and holding them accountable to be just like them. And my biggest frustration, and I'd love you for you to answer this for you too, mm-hmm. as I've led agents for the last 10 years. And of course, I have this podcast and have our training company. It, my biggest frustration has always been watching people and knowing their potential, but seeing them make choices that aren't aligned with their potential. There's people listening right now that feel a pressure to do the next thing, recruit someone, hire someone, fire someone, move to a different city. Like There's all these little things you have this like feeling in your heart. You know you need to do it, but you're not ready to do it. You need to empower yourself with the knowledge necessary to take action. Only will you find results behind your action. Um, Julius Caesar, one of the Caesars said, the obstacle is the way. There's an obstacle for all of us at every, po- at every moment, and the, the solution, the, the success is on the other side of that obstacle. And so we would challenge anyone listening um, to, to take advantage of the elite real estate system coaching. It is the knowledge base. It is the incentive. It's the training. It's the cumulative knowledge of the group that's going to empower you to make hard choices to crash through the obstacles to get results. And everyone that's been associated to ERS has said that their business is 2X, 3X to their first 12 months by just implementing simple things, culture, leads, accountability, systems, and strategies. Agreed. I will say one of my favorite things
1: to do just like at our team building summit, since it's so fresh, it was only a little over a month ago. And when um, newer, Clients come up and they have an, a team of, you know, two or three agents and they're like, hey, who can I mastermind with? Right. That's been a client for a year or so that I could really kind of, you know, they could mentor me along with the training. And I'm like, oh, great. And I, hey, who's just like me? And I look and I start reaching out in between breaks and talking to them all of the agents that we had that are at 3 or 4 are now at like oh well, I have 15 <laughs> I have 12 oh I have 22 right oh actually I started my own brokerage now right they've all grown and I'm like oh I guess we have a new crop we uh, also started I'm a mortgage different. company and a yeah, company, right a I'm like company, oh investment company I'm up the, to 100 doors all the people who are with us or have been with us at 50
0: million now Crazy. doing different things right but it's so weird Andy cuz you and I listen to lots of podcasts thousands of podcasts yes. and for a couple of years our leadership team which consisted of four individuals would all be assigned a different podcast and we'd Mm -hmm. come together every week in a leadership meeting before our team meeting. And we would talk about what we learned on the podcast. And it got to a point, not that you can't continue learning, but it did get to a point where the things we were learning weren't new. It was just a reiteration, which is still validation, Validation. hearing the same thing over and over. But that's why this podcast that we're on right now exists because Mm -hmm. people stopped having the conversations that were going to help us continue to grow. And you kind of hit this point, You, you nailed it two to three agents. Most podcasts out there weren't helping The teams with 10, 15, 20, or the brokerages with 50 or 500 agents, they were all focused on how do I get another listing? How do I generate another lead? Which are very important, but once you've mastered that, what's next? And we still, to this day, don't feel like anyone's talking about it. And what we believe is next is you have to create multipliers in your business. So if you're doing real estate transactions, why not help people with the mortgage, the title, the insurance? And then if you're already doing real estate, why not invest in real estate? It's going to keep going up independent of the interest rates, independent of what everyone says. Real estate value will keep climbing forever. That History proves that that's the case. And so ERS represents a vehicle to allow the people that follow us to become just like us. And in so doing, we obviously will have to continue elevating ourselves because the only way you can grow is to continue to grow yourself so you can be a better servant leader for the people in your world. Agreed.
1: <laughs> I I know I can tell when you're ramping up and you're getting going. I'm like, and he's gonna say, I yep, I agree. <laughs> so and I, I do, and I will say when, when you talked about that uh, validation, right? You hear people all the time. Oh, I went to the summit. Yeah, it was all I had heard all that stuff before. I said, great. So you're doing it all then, right? Yeah, right. And then 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 you're just gonna get the deer in the headlights. <laughs> well, that tells me that that's the stuff I need to be doubling down on yeah. instead of trying to figure out a way not to do that.
0: Yeah. Cool. I'm i I'm a really big believer in following your feeling and your gut on it. Everyone has a different word for whatever that is, intuition, spirit, whatever you want that to be. We all know what we should do. It's just a matter of doing it and it's hard. And it, it makes it so much easier when you're doing it with people who've done it before you. Like when you've read a book, listened to a podcast or mastermind or get coached by someone who is literally, not only they did it before you, but to your point earlier, they're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. That's the person you want to work with. And it shocks me how often people will tell me they want to do A, They want the certain A result, but the knowledge base they're going to doesn't have anything to do with A. So they want to be better at shooting a basketball, but they're going and getting putting lessons. It's like, make sure that you're receiving the information from somebody who is who you want to be like when you grow up. That's always my joke about everything in life. Like, hey, I want to be like them when I grow up around a different area, certain area of my life. So would love for you guys to check out more on Elite Real Estate Systems Coaching. Um, Andy does an amazing job on the team leader content. Like he mentioned, I'm on the first call every month introducing a topic, and then Andy actually takes you into the weeds. And the platform's awesome. We do 30 minutes of topical every week uh, in a group setting on Zoom, so everybody can interact if they want to, or you can just listen or watch the recording. But then we give you 30 minutes of Q&A. And to me, that makes our coaching really unique in the sense that you've got a group of 30 or 40 people that are asking questions that you may have already had and not been willing to ask. Or maybe you had not even thought of it because we're all at different points in our business and we're going through different challenges. And so it's fascinating to hear someone ask a question of something you'd never even considered. And then you hear the answer. And now when you have that question, because you're going through that in your growth stage. You already have an answer instantly because somebody else had already ran into that issue. And that comes up all the time and people see a lot of value in that. I, I love it. We'll go, okay, it's time for Q&A. And maybe there's one question, then there's another. And then all of a
1: sudden, 15 minutes in, it explodes. And you're like, of course, right? Now everybody's got questions. Right. So I love it. That's my favorite part. I almost want to get through the content. And that's the other thing too, is we don't require
0: those Q&A questions to be on the content we just delivered. It could be anything. Yeah, they could, right. uh, yeah. You could just bring your question from something that came up that week previous. Yep. The other thing that's cool about our coaching platform, it's, it's only $500 a month. The first three months, we have a special deal going on right now, but it's month to month. So when you get your answer and you feel like you don't need it anymore, you're not taking advantage of it. We're not going to hold you into a contract. A lot of the companies out there do a one year contract. I think that's not fair. I don't think that's good business if you don't feel like war value we wouldn't want you to be a part of it same Interest thing i content. tell my agents same thing we yep. tell our employees but we know the content's rich we know it works because we did it and we watch hundreds of other teams doing it and having great success the other piece to this is if you're going to go hire a trainer or you're offering training we can take care of that arm for you and so <laughs> for 500 dollars a month you have a built-in training organization that offers two hours of training a week for your agents and then we also have the investor training every tuesday if so you want to learn how to build a huge portfolio of homes and or- it's all recorded and it's all recorded and it's indexed. So <laughs> let's say you have a specific topic just on for sale by owner or I don't know, single family syndication or whatever the, co- the content is, you can do a search and it'll populate all of the episodes where those particular topics were discussed. And then we have ancillary training, which nobody in the country offers that where we're training your mortgage company, your title, your insurance, even companies you don't own that you just have a strategic partnership with or a joint venture with. We'll train them how to build and scale their ancillary businesses. So, Andy, this has been fun, fun to hear your story again and relive it with you. We don't get to go into the weeds very often. And it's been really exciting to see where we've taken the company up to this point. And more exciting to see where we're going to take it in the future. Um, our flagship team, Omaha's Elite, was the number one team in the world back in 2018 at uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And we decided to launch a brokerage in Nebraska on the, amidst the pandemic in 2020. Our doors open, And it was a scary time two years ago, not knowing like what's going to happen with, in a lot of different ways. But we went from around 25 agents to today, I think we're almost at 200 in two years during the pandemic, during financial crisis, during riots, during all this crazy And I see us being into the thousands of agents in a couple of years from now, and you have to break stuff to make it to grow. So for those thinking like, oh man, how could I hire, how could I fire one of my four agents? That'd be 25% of my revenue. Yep. Mm -hmm. But you might have to, to grow. We lost our first wave. Like we had great people. Our first six hires, all of them left within two years of our company's growth because to your point, when you called them, they didn't want to do the things necessary for our company to grow. They were the wrong fit. Agreed. Yep. Love it, Jeff. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. You're great. Um, Stay tuned for our next episode. We will continue interviewing top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. And we really appreciate all of the support that you guys give to us as our audience. Um, If you have found these to be valuable and you want to give a shout out to to the team building podcast in general, or some of one of the guests that we've had on, please don't hesitate to go to the app you use to listen to the podcast and give us a five-star review. That is the formula that will help other people that are aspiring to build teams find us. So, please go out, give us a five star review, and give a shout out to me or somebody that we've interviewed. Andy, thanks again. Thank you.